forever. <coughs> Dog. Welcome to an emergency Second Gate Podcast the Ride special, Eva Zooms In. Uh, this is a an episode that has barely come together, and we have been uh, we've been uh, called into duty, much like Detective Tracy himself, in order to discuss a TCM special that aired on the evening of Fe- Friday, February tenth, uh, uh, called Dick Tracy Special. Tracy zooms in, uh, joined, of course, by Mike Carlson. Hello, hello. I'm here. Uh, uh, I was in bed when I got the call that we had to do this. That's how you know. <laughs> It's like we were we were like on shift at a hospital usually for podcast the ride and if something comes across our desk uh like uh, like we have like a bat phone of some kind that rings and we are uh you know shaken out of our sleep. Yeah, we're recording this at 3:30 a.m. Right. There was no other way to do it. No other free time. Uh Jason Sheridan has uh, answered the call. Yeah, it is a pleasure to be here. Well, pleasure might be too strong a word. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. That, that, that isn't really what I feel. That is just a, a phrase Ben Vankowicz says in this. Uh, yeah. From this immediately iconic special. Um, now, what's this? Uh, well, Mike has just uh, slipped me a, a slip of paper that says Anderson on Zoom. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to we'll have to bring her in. Uh, please welcome our, uh, our our Dick our resident Dick Tracy expert. Thank God we got one. Eva Anderson. Hi. Hey guys. Hi. Um, that weird thing before the intro where you um, watched you listened to the previous podcast and just sort of uh, sh- like said it was bad. Hmm. Uh, that was that necessary? Do you feel like uh, the audience didn't know that we recorded a, a episode about Dick Tracy's Crime Stoppers, and you needed to like let them know a that we did it, and b like you didn't care for it? <laughs> well, it's been a long time, and I think we've all gathered a lot of thoughts about that that prior episode, and I think we all wish that we'd been more. Um, clear let's say about <laughs> our points of view in in said episode and remember um, we own the rights to talking about dick tracy's crime stoppers and we need to refresh that those rights every few years so that's what we were doing really primarily yeah you know i feel like i mean that's why we kind of that the calendar alert came up and we all had to jump on zoom real quick to make sure that we are allowed to keep talking about dick tracy for the next 15 years right right yeah because we have the right two days (laughs) um okay i'm going to really quickly run through the basics and i want to do it fast so that we can just dive into pure raw analysis of the special (laughs) dick tracy special tracy zooms in but feel free to interrupt my my uh, list of facts here but i just want to onboard people as quickly as we can though many people might be fully aware of everything that's happening uh okay here we go 
Dick Tracy is a comic strip about a hardline detective that began in 1931. In 1990, actor Warren Beatty directed and starred in a Dick Tracy feature film for the Walt Disney Company. But more importantly than him making the movie in 1990, the story really begins in 1985 when he obtained the film rights from Tribune Media. And he was allowed to keep those rights in perpetuity, provided that he could prove that he was working on future <laughs> projects in film or television uh, that necessitated him to have the Dick Tracy rights. Um, in the early 2000s, since it's been a while since the 1990 movie, uh, Tribune Media gets curious, like, hey, those rights that we gave you, are you going to be doing anything with those? And he's like, you're damn right I am. Uh, I got a lot cooking and just, hey, don't uh, step on the process. I'm taking my time. Um, then they really ramp up the heat in like 2006. What's going on? <laughs> when are you going to do? Actually, we're going to write you a letter. We're giving you. I didn't know all this. These specifics. <laughs> This is Mr. true. Mr. Beatty, this is all true. Uh, in 2000, this, okay, let me see. I have the specific d dates. In November, uh, okay, November 17th, 2006, Tribune sent Beatty a letter that gave him two years to begin production on some kind of Dick Tracy programming. <laughs> so, on November 8th, 2008, with just like, what's that, nine days to go? He, Warren Beatty said, hey, guess what, Tribune? I'm working on a TV special. He gave them written notice, although it seems unclear whether they actually got the written notice. But what this did, with he was just under the deadline. He started making a special that allowed him to retain the rights, a bizarre special that aired just once on TCM, <laughs> uh, uh, which I believe is just called Dick Tracy Special. Um, now, we discussed this on our Dick Tracy Crime Stoppers episode yes. a while back. Um, the specifically, basics here, oh yeah, it was that. Yes, I forgot the part because I just listened to it this morning. That it was uh, the cinematographer was the guy who did uh, who won three back to back Oscars. <laughs> One of the <laughs> greatest with. livings who Mike worked with, who Mike was on a hang glider with. Mm -hmm. um, Amazing. One of the greatest cinematographers who's ever lit, like one of the most <laughs> long, endless shots. So innovative. Uh, and he was brought in to do this special that is mostly an interview with Leonard Malton and the character Dick Tracy, who in this special introduces the premise that Dick Tracy is different than Warren Beatty. He is a, a hundred year old man or more who is alive still, who looks and sounds exactly like Warren Beatty, but is not him. And uh, uh, it's this, you know, special. It's mostly an interview, but then there's a bunch of weird improv on an empty Disney lot. Poorly shot, despite it being one of the best cinematographers ever. Uh, there's a bunch of groundlings who all have stories that don't resolve or uh, like. And in fact, the, the groundlings do not return in this new yeah. special that we're, we're going to talk about. They didn't feel the need to resolve the what's Mindy Sterling been up to for the last 13 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. This takes us to uh, this very week. Um, this special was only remembered by uh, weirdos uh, who <laughs> suffer from brain rot. Mm -hmm. And this is this special is one of the things rotting all of our brains. And we never expected there to be more of it. But certainly there was the question, when will Warren Beatty do more with Dick Tracy? A movie, perhaps? <laughs> no. In this case, there is suddenly a weird cryptic announcement on TCM's website schedule that says Dick Tracy special... <laughs> Tracy zooms in. Um, 
and even still it's not officially announced what the hell this is uh, uh and it takes twitter sleuthing to get to the business of what is this uh i think it was like i i saw it popularized by will sloan who's a writer and, and podcaster for the podcast michael and, and us which i like a lot um anyway so he starts Who asking questions spotted this yeah like i think it was maybe a, a follower of will sloan and okay. then will sloan asked the question basically like there was no tcm was not going to talk about this i don't think at all and, and, and everything we're describing like this this has all happened really fast uh, uh the special aired friday night i uh, thursday at lunch with friend of the show andrew grissom was the first that i'd heard about it and again tcm no official it was just somebody looking at their website schedule then a listener to this show chris hayner uh who is also the the entertainment editor at GameSpot, decided to go fishing and see if if tcm if i asked tcm will they say anything he got a blurb out of them which confirmed <laughs> the presence of warren Beatty separately from this one will include dick tracy and warren Beatty, leonard malton again and current tcm personality uh wait it's ben uh meskowitz God, why uh, they grandfather thinking? of Mank, uh, of Herman Mankowitz. Grandson, you mean? Grandson. 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 Oh. Of the great uh, Mank? Uh, yeah. Uh, the co-writer of <laughs> Citizen Kane. <laughs> the grandson of the co-writer of Citizen Kane. The wonderful I didn't know that. TV personality, wonderful host for Turner Classic Movies. Uh, we, we took over a lot of the work for them especially after robert osborne died like had been doing it for a while but he's Jay doing it even more jason are you being really polite to him because you desperately want his job and you uh, want to pretend that you like him i no, i love ben Mankiewicz. i, okay, I like okay. i legit. think he's terrific i i, I like love, him too I'm, yeah i, I, I love he's good it definitely though feels like him and Leonard malton were already at the office that day <laughs> and they're like mm-hmm you know, we've got a certain amount of on-camera hours in your contract, and, you know, Warren Beatty's calling again, so we gotta do this. Well, how much heads-up did they get, is a question. Like, has has this been, like, this all came together really quickly. Did this, spend, wait, they mentioned last year, so, so we know that, that it was made in 2022. It wasn't made, like, last week. However, yeah. it does seem like this must have come. To, I bet it was another just under the wire. Uh, mm -hmm. Hey, the Tribune's taking the rights back on New Year's Eve. So he throws <laughs> this together uh, at, at 8 p.m. December 31st. Right. I, I, how mm -hmm. else could this have happened? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it has to be like something like that. I mean, it wouldn't be surprise me if there was like shots done two days ago. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, part so. of it wasn't finished until like. 12 hours before it aired i don't know that i'm just saying it wouldn't be shocking to me real tv gets made like that often too sure yeah you're saying I mean, this isn't real tv yeah i well I, you're right i apologize to the special it is real tv <laughs> just no your typical offense. right squatting special I, from an 85 year old man i like how that they sandwiched it between old dick tracy movies as if it was like trying to hide it all like it feels like it was trying to hide it like when you hide a uh, dog medicine in peanut butter or something, you just, <laughs> like, you don't, just like shove it in there. No one will notice it. Uh, hey, look, if you're the estate of Ralph Bird, you're like having a banner weekend. Like, I don't mm. think even Ben Mankiewicz and Leonard Moulton have thought about Ralph Bird this much. Oh, Twitter tr searches on Ralph Bird were up. 
I'm by, sure. by three, by three Can I tweets. Just show you guys something really quick too, because I I have this photo that I was thinking about. How long ago did the Dick Tracy movie come out? And I have this photo from Disney Hollywood Studios, which is MGM Studios <laughs> yes! at the time. Yes! With my dad posing wow. in front of his handprints in front of the Chinese theater there. My oh, wow. brother is wearing a Dick Tracy hat, my brother Dash, and I have a Breathless Mahoney perm. So this is 1990. <laughs> um, so that means I am nine years old, and I turned 42 this year. Wow. That is how long ago the Dick Tracy movie came out that this special is about. You were a, a little child. Mm-hmm. And and I and and you've had what I you know what seems like uh, a a a full life that has not been entirely devoted to the 1990 film Dick Tracy plus the 2010 special Dick Tracy <laughs> special. I th- it yes. seems like you have like we all have lots in our lives that are not Warren Beatty and this singular franchise that he owns, which puts us on the outside as viewers because w- the viewer, the ideal viewer of the special, has done nothing but think about Dick Tracy ever since. <laughs> <laughs> and the, you, we all recorded a viewer. podcast. <laughs> The ideal viewer of this special is in this special and playing two roles in this special. (laughs) But the other ideal viewer is us because we recorded like two hours on the movie and the special. And yet, that's true. I cannot, unless I had rewatched and like listened to our podcast again, I couldn't have told you that he ate pomegranates. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pomegranate like, so far out of my mind. I yeah. watched the special the day of to remember what it was. But like, and if you and listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's this like r- pretty obscure detail of small talk between Leonard Maltin and Dick Tracy. And then the special just opens right on pomegranates. I eat pomegranates. My the secret to my beauty is pomegranates, and it, it really like to require such vast knowledge of a special that aired one time and wasn't internet popular till a few years ago, and still isn't popular. The view no. count is not high on this. I'm using popularity very lightly, but you have to you have to know this in the way that like you remember last week's Better Call Saul, so that you get all the detail of the finale you know what i mean yes so they were 13 and they didn't years do ago a previously on which no. they should have <laughs> no like, kind of they show little they show little snippets maybe that is the idea like that's their yeah. that's kind of there's their, 10 their minutes on. of the old special in this yeah there's like they just like it's like as if better call saul they just spent 15 minutes talking about the other episode and it's a I, twenty-seven minutes special. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, um, I, I when it was on, uh, Jane and I watched it Friday night when it was on. But here's here's how kind of quick it was. Uh, we we were at a bar for happy hour around the corner, and we picked up some food and we we brought it back to her place, watched the special, and ate the food while we were watching, and then went. Uh, it's only been a few. Do you want to go back to the bar? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like, it was all within the span of an hour, that whole process. Um, mm. Jason, just to recap, the last time we talked about one of these specials on the previous podcast, you said it, the previous podcast, you said the previous special took the amount of time it takes to eat a club sandwich, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which well, made me laugh out loud. 
I, this this time it, it was the amount of time to eat a cheese enchilada platter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So just a couple of little things as as we keep diving in this 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 Chris Hayner contact uh, my my uh, uh, my Twitter. <laughs> discussion with him he, I, he so he said i found out what the special is great now or now our places can post articles about it whatever and i asked him like so if you hadn't talked to tcm they never would have mentioned this to anyone and he responded <laughs> it sure seems that way <laughs> good tcm like that's how much contractual obligation like if if what if it hadn't been found what if the the whoever it was it's, if it was the will sloan commenter this this could have been lost forever or not found out about for until like six years from now it's clear that tcm doesn't care about this and is embarrassed maybe embarrassed by it but I want to know, like, do they owe Warren Beatty a debt? If you're in the AFI 100, do you have, like, is TCM obligated to put anything you produce on their channel? That's my question. Because why wouldn't you promote, like, Warren Beatty, who doesn't actually do a lot of stuff? He's not in, like, of all the, like, famous actors, he doesn't, he hasn't made that many movies. He's said that before. Is why this his you- first appearance anywhere since the Oscar envelope debacle? Well, I think, or maybe an interview? Well, like 2000, his filmography since 2001 is the Howard Hughes movie and Mm -hmm. these two specials. Right. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) 20 years. So why wouldn't you think if you were TCM, you're like, we have new Warren Beatty content. Let's put an ad somewhere. I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. I think this was TCM fucked up. Because I think this is awesome, and they should have (laughs) promoted it. And the fact that, like, nerds, like, found it is on TCM because I feel like I don't know this is kind I, of a fun thing I, but also it wouldn't have been as special if they promoted it that like everyone spotted it and was like what look what he's doing I like that it was like a treasure hunt that everybody yeah everyone got to go, to go on. on it was, was a really exciting like 24 like, hours trying to tell people explain it to people on on set that like a the contractual thing that Warren Beatty has to do every 15 years B it's happening tonight we won't be able to watch it because we are filming a TV show but my friends might tell me what happens in it and a handful of people got very excited the thing is once the now that it's happened twice they should they should like just make it a TV show of some kind like this should be the pitch to Warren of like it's you as Dick Tracy, and you're just mad that the movie didn't do well. You have to show up for 10 minutes here and there, and you just, like, have lunches with people and in your big yellow coat. <laughs> like, there's no re. Now it's two things is like a pattern. You know, the first one was an anomaly. Now we're, we've got something consistent here. They should embrace this as the only place you can see new Warren Beatty stuff, content. Isn't Dick yeah. Tracy IP stealing content the other counterpoint if he follows the pattern the next special he will be 100 years old (laughs) (laughs) he is 85 currently 88 and speaking of 80 year olds i wrote down what is shirley mclean his sister think of all this and forget about that what does annette benning think about all this shirley mcclain is his sister yeah, shirley yeah. McClain, you didn't know that yeah no i didn't know that Scott, you she... need to listen to more ben menkowitz <laughs> so um, i didn't know his name either annette benning is uh 20 years younger than him mm-hmm. i didn't realize that but uh yeah 
I would guess that maybe uh, uh, both of them don't have any idea what this is. <laughs> he disappeared for like two days and they were like, okay, oh yeah, he must be doing one of his pro- little projects. He this filmed is- it on Zoom and then he went to the polo lounge, which he, he probably goes there. It's one of the four places he goes. Yeah, that's got to be his, like his booth too. So we probably can go like talk to him in that booth at the polo lounge. We know how to find him. Right. Which, well, when, when Shaniva, you had the, you you had the the notion that maybe the four of us should go should find him and go pitch ourselves as the creative team of Dick Tracy too. Well, I thought that, and then I watched the special, and I don't know <laughs> what he wants. Like, here's my big question: It's like, what the fuck does he want? Like that because the first one was pretty clear. It was like. He was being kind of witty, like, okay, the first special, basically, he created this divide between Warren Beatty and Dick Tracy. And we talked about this in the last special, but that Dick Tracy is basically like a fascist. He liked J. Edgar Hoover. He thought that Warren Beatty was a pinko. And he was like, I and I like law and order. So it's like, it's kind of a funny thing to do to say, like this character we talked about this the character that i want to do more movies with is i'm now defining him as a fascist um (laughs) who i would not agree with his politics in life which is weird because you played him in the movie and he's the hero and also but it's also weird rewatching dick tracy like dick tracy is a very boring character everyone else is the fun part so what do you do with dick tracy you make him a weird fascist okay warren Beatty. so you're trying to make the argument that you should make more of these movies um that's why you're retaining the ip so no one else can have it so this next special he really comes out that he hate dick tracy hates the movie dick tracy he hates it he yeah, was not think- as clear and, and, and his whole thing about like I should have been more clear before yeah it's it's much edgier than the, the prior he's My- watching clips of it and he does not like it he hates it yeah My- Tracy <laughs> does not at all like dramatic interpretation but i think he might like my pitch because even going off your thing that he's a fascist <laughs> thinking about other very popular fascist media they should make a dark knight returns dick tracy where dick tracy is old and grizzled like the old beat up bruce wayne batman in the comic yeah but that's still like that's still fun I'm, i don't disagree with you i'm just but that's still like has big fun colorful characters which warren is dick is saying no to he doesn't like that about dick tracy yes here's the thing that made me go like what is happening is when i get like he doesn't like the pink street okay he doesn't like breathless mahoney like crawling across the desk because that's very horny that's a Madonna jab, is how I took. Yeah, that was because they were an item, and then they yeah yeah. And he made her do that. Yes. Here's the part where I was like, "What are we doing?" When they showed Little Face, and he goes, "I wouldn't have made that choice." So here's my question: Is Little Face a person that Dick Tracy, the man, arrested? And if so, what does he look like in real life? That that is not what he looked like <laughs> like <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that well, here's my theory on the whole thing i think that warren has a lot of free time and a lot of his free time is taken up being mad that dick tracy wasn't as popular as all other superhero movies and he probably caught like batman begins on tv 
like let's say like seven years ago, way after mm-hmm. it came out. And he goes, maybe this is why the Dick Tracy movie wasn't. It should have been more like this, not the colorful. Like I think that that Dick Tracy rant in this special is Warren's inner monologue for why he thinks the first Dick Tracy wasn't a success. That's my guess. But so between yeah, yeah. the two specials, he's been like, because did those movies come out between the two specials? Basically, like the the pivot to dark. Dark Knight was two thousand seven. It's probably before the first special. But again, I think he caught it on TV somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's my guess. Three years TNT. Yeah, he he's was watching, watching it TNT on TNT in 2018 or something, and he goes, "That's that's what it was." Now, now it doesn't. But now you're right. There's a contradiction because there's Dick Tracy is wearing a big yellow coat. He's wearing the colorful outfit. But he shouldn't be if now he Warren is trying to retcon Dick Tracy as a real character, get rid of all the fun from the comic strip. Dick Tracy should have been in like a regular like gray trench coat or something. Yeah, why is he wearing the yellow? He hates the pink street, but he's right. wearing the yellow hat. Well, right. Mankiewicz points that out. Like he even steps outside of right. this and like almost disagrees with with Dick Tracy in the intro to the before it even starts. He's like he's going to complain about the colors in the movie, even though he does it wearing the yellow trench coat. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't hold back. <laughs> Dick Tracy also goes to great pains to compliment the makeup work and the set design. So he's not not disparaging any he of the craftsmen. Not right. you know. Crew. Who are the maybe the only Oscar nominees? Besides Sondheim for the movie, oh, yeah. I believe Winners that's right. Even. Three, yeah. three Oscars won by this movie. I will so, say that one thing I really I found winning about this special is the complete how completely upset and baffled Leonard Maltin and Ben Wankiewicz were throughout. <laughs> they were yes. pretty good. Yeah, they were funny. Like they just seemed like they were playing the game of being like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> and and like committing to it. And like the intro by Ben Wankiewicz being like. Basically, his intro was like, what are we doing? I think the intro by far with by when Ben is alone is the best part of the special. Yes. I had hoped that the special was going to be fun there. I had a, There was a couple minutes where I went, oh, maybe this will be kind of fun, even in like in the way the old one was. And then as soon as everything else joined, it was not good. <laughs> it was not fun. The, the idea the of last- like showing showing the Dick Tracy movie and then having a little tiny box of Dick Tracy going, no, 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 <laughs> Like, that is so... It reminds me of, like, did you guys ever watch the the um, commentary of uh, Trapped in the Closet? No, no. Of R. Kelly's Trapped was, in the Closet? Yeah, R. Kelly sat on a couch in front of Trapped in the Closet, and then he would turn back to the camera and say, like, this is the part where I go in the closet. He just... <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the if he insane. wasn't like a, one of history's greatest monsters i would say like absolutely watch it because mm-hmm. it's very very funny because it's it all he has to contribute is like go oh, guess what happens next oh this part's great like he's just watching it as if he's never <laughs> he didn't record or write the music or like film all the music videos himself Ooh, everybody shut up this is a good part yeah he's basically doing that alone on a couch kind of like mystery science theater Oh well, I yeah. It's it's so much of that already short runtime is just uh, Ben and Leonard are silent, 
and kind of looking befuddled and confused while a little Warren, I'm sorry, a little Dick Tracy watches old clips and goes, no, 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 no. And then they switch to clips of the old ones with actors whose names no one has said out loud in the last 50 years. We watch black and white clips and he says, yes, yes. Yes. And even then, like, way deep into it, he just says their names again. Like, yes, Morgan Conway, Ralph Bird. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, it, around this point... <laughs> Well, this was this is around the point where Eva, you and I have something in common, which is spouses who were not having it, who are like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I, I started can't trying deal to with this anymore. explain to my husband John in the morning. I was like, "There's this thing happening with um, Dick Trace," and he just was like, "I can't." Whatever this is, I showed him a screenshot. He's like, "I, you're on your own, basically." <laughs> Aaron was delighted by the idea of it, and all day we were talking about it. And then the actuality of what the special was as we enter like minute twenty of yes, yes, Morgan Conway, yes. She's like, "I'm going to bed. I can't." <laughs> been a long day sleep is better than this i made Lindsay's family watch it you did well they were in the living room and the tv's in the living room and i said and they weren't watching anything so i didn't burst in and change the channel but i said oh there's a thing i have to watch uh and and then they were like well what is it and i was like well warren Beatty is dead and i explained the whole thing and i don't know they they kind of got what i was saying but they were just like, yeah, yeah, they were polite the whole time, but they were like, what is, what is, the, what is this? <laughs> uh, we, we had a nice time because we were both buzzed and a little stoned, uh, but yeah. he was like, yeah, I don't, dude, I don't yeah. know what this is. Uh, <laughs> it was 30 minutes long, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> like I said, we just went back out after the intermission. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Um, let me, in terms of the point that he's trying to, to make, um, th- this notion of the movie, if he's been wrestling in his head all this time, which the movie should have been more serious, and that was the problem. And then he's listing all of the things, all the things he says, no, 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 are like, it's very bright colors, the streets are pink, he hates the pink streets, the prosthetics on, on the characters of the real men that he arrested, <laughs> knocking out seven guys with one punch. He hates exciting that. thing, hates it's it. in a lot of clips. That's the, like... If everything in his list is everything I like about the movie. The movie yes. that, I, I don't know, I, I'm, I feel like I maybe held back when we talked about it before. I'm just going to be honest here. I think 1990 Dick Tracy is boring. Ooh. I think it is like a weird, dull, I think it's interesting that it exists, but all the stuff that I like is everything in the list of what he wishes he hadn't well, done. The all the Oscars were won by the, like, the makeup and the musical numbers and all the things he wishes were 
we're out of there. So and what is this boy. new version? And big boy. And big boy. <laughs> well, it is like if he makes the gritty Dick Tracy, that's everything that is interesting about original Dick Tracy gone. But it is. What like, does he mean? This would be a horrible idea. It's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. What is he talking about? Because like it's like Batman. <laughs> Batman was like, yeah, they're not telling my story right. Look at that stupid costume I wear. And the villains with the Joker didn't have makeup, and he was a man named Bert. Why are they portraying my life like this? I didn't have a cave. I had an office. What are you doing? <laughs> like it doesn't. What is he? Yeah. What, but that's. But so so I because Lindsay was in the room. She left the room to deal with the baby at a certain point. Her family watched the whole thing with me. She didn't watch the whole thing, but she goes. Is maybe I think Warren is going to sort of refute Dick at the end of this long rant about what the movie should have been, and then that did not happen. Warren agreed with Dick at the end of the rant. He said, "Okay, you're right." And then they went to the polo lounge. Yes, which, he was like, "Yeah, the movie was bad, and I should have done a better job," which is an insane pitch to make future Dick Tracys, right? Yes, that's yes. yes. <laughs> what Scott was the saying. The rights like, holder saying. <laughs> Everything I did that a bad is job. fun and iconic about Dick Tracy is bad. It yeah. should be stripped from future versions of it. Yeah, uh, so what, what are I, we doing? I, I'm just going to toss this out there. Mr. Beatty, if you're feeling a little bummed or a little lonely and you want someone to watch old movies with... I'll come over and hang out, okay? Uh, if, Jason, if that's no! What you're looking for. It's a trap, Jason! Don't go to war I want to hear. No. I want to hear all, all your old stories about, uh, you know, Barbades was a big collaborator. He collaborated with any number of starlets for decades and decades. Um... You know, Mr. Beatty, if you need someone to tell your long, old, boring I, stories with, I will hang out with you. I'll say the this. The clip was about collaborating, too. That, that oh, one right. Tracy so much over. About, yes. Collaboration. So he, I, I will say this. Mr. Dick Tracy, I'm willing to hang out with you and listen to everything you have to say and your thoughts on media and your own story, your own life's work. Uh, Warren Beatty, I'm not interested, but Dick, I am. Dick uh, Tracy, you, I don't think Dick Tracy has ever uh, used his genitals in any way. <laughs> I think, wait, Junior is his kid, right? So that means he must have, but he's like never, I think Dick Tracy does, has not like actively chased sexual pleasure. He's well, too he's completely baffled in the movie by uh, all the women who want to have sex with him, including like Madonna, like crawling around like with her butt in the air. But he stays with his current girl. Tess. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't uh, give into temptation in the movie but yes i don't know that i don't know if maybe that's a different th i don't know does he want him to be less sexually active in a future dick tracy or more i don't know he didn't address that i think less if he hated madonna on the desk yeah maybe. so the the dick tracy that way that's being pitched to us in terms of keeping the ip as an 85 year old dick tracy <laughs> plus because it would that's take two years 87 year old dick tracy no fun colors no fun makeup mm -hmm. no no you can't Serious. punch seven guys no sex no sondheim let's all no say it together stunts. about the most important thing yes treating Treat a crime seriously, seriously. <laughs> he wants to get out the message that crime uh, uh, does not pay <laughs> Can you imagine a Dick Tracy? Okay, so here's the thing, too. We all read through that list of, like, bad guys that Dick Tracy met. 
Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are they... So we have to seriously deal with all those guys, like, in a movie, like, Mughead or, like, Flat Top or whatever, like, be like, this is a real guy. He, like, is a rapist. (laughs) And he, like... Are we going to treat, like, SVU, like... There's like we're doing like DNA shit and like we're like oh there's like this woman's traumatized and like flat top did it and like <laughs> we're like Dickie's <laughs> like quietly sitting with like a victim and then like what what are we talking about like what does he want I, that's the thing I, I, like, I kept like, yelling what do you want <laughs> the DNA evidence I've got prune faces semen right here we got him dead to rights. <laughs> Pruneface, uh, use his real name, Leonard. <laughs> the whole thing reminds me of, I guess, I want to pitch a, uh, while we're here, just a um, Club 3 episode about, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the chat, but there's a Kirk Douglas <laughs> Huffington Post editorial from 2014 called, Will Technology Replace Thinking? And I'm going to put it in the chat, and I feel like you guys could do a full episode on this ep- this editorial that a very old Kirk Douglas wrote in a post. <laughs> I thought I was worried. <laughs> Technology will replace thinking. Okay. Um, so short. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Tracy yeah, zooms in of articles. Three, but it's something I think about often. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's a spoiler to say the last sentence is, watch where you're going. <laughs> but how does it get there you'll have to listen to the club three to find out can i i it's uh, there something that happens kind of leads to uh catharsis and reunion at the end of this special um but i question the premise that um the hold on the 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 polo lounge didn't pass on a message from Warren Beatty. <laughs> the Polo Lounge, the staff of the Polo Lounge would never drop the ball like that. Okay, mm. this yeah. is like a, they're yeah. pros. Yeah, they're pros. It's an institution for many. Somebody decades. would be fired if that didn't happen. Yeah, but but then Warren Dick Tracy says like, let's not talk about that. So he he did get the message. Mm. I think oh. that's he's lying. Warren, right. <laughs> Dick Tracy for the first time in his entire life lies about <laughs> not getting the message at the polo lounge. This is like, it, and it's set up that end where they agree to meet. It, it feels like old friends or old lovers reconciling. And it's like, let's just get together and see if the fire is still there. You know? Mm. And it's, also it's I mean, completely I, silent. Cause there's just a Madonna song playing over it. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's not Madonna. I think it's one of the Sondheims, but it's not like the one that won the Oscar. No, or... it's one of the ones from the album I'm Breathless. Okay, okay. Which is, mm. um, has additional Breathless Mahoney style songs. Sondheim, um, Sondheim gets the but credit, it is yeah. a It is a Madonna song, which is funny because he, he, uh, he's mean to her mm-hmm. as Dick Tracy being like no 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 but then he's like uh i gotta get madonna a little royalty on my special so i'll play the song (laughs) over the polo lounge single shot of the two of us just kind of like talking oh man i wonder what he was saying in that shot yeah just to explain the majority of the special well first it's like 
uh, it's Ben and Leonard watching the old interview because like uh, Dick Tracy called me. He wants to do another one of these things. Then they all are on a Zoom, a Zoom that is filmed with the same cameras that the the uh, pre- the narrative part of the special was. <laughs> and, and Ben and Leonard are on separate uh, windows, even though they're right next to each other on one couch. Yes. And then Warren Beatty joins the call. So now we're looking at four windows for like seven straight minutes and two windows are the same man so the majority of it is this just one big zoom-esque conversation but then when they find common ground and agree to meet and talk about dick tracy returns a potential new project then it cuts the, to the two of them the, uh, a dazzling split screen effect as they're having a lunch together at presumably the polo lounge but we don't get to hear it there's a song over it and they are talking and talking and if you watch it the second time I realized it's not that one of them talks and then the other one talks the two of them are talking mm. continuously over each other <laughs> it's not a back and forth it's just blah 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 yeah. all of them at the same time because they're so excited to reconcile okay over mm. if yeah, you notice just- <laughs> If you notice, (laughs) Warren Beatty seems to be eating a salad. Dick Tracy opted for a sandwich and fries. uh, And neither of them have drank any of their water. Those are full glasses of top water. (laughs) Jason, always very, very noticing if people are hydrated. (laughs) <laughs> yep. <laughs> when Dick people Tracy started eating drinking French water. fries, that doesn't sound like the all-American detective Annette, I know. Annette, let me order the fries for the shoot. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, Annette let Dick Tracy order the fries. He uh, knows that he should have something lighter. Mm. Pomegranates. 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 <laughs> Pomegranates. But what are they talking about? That is a good question. Are they, Is this excitement? Is this agree? They both still have... I think he's only capable of like a scowl. There's only so much smile you can get out of Warren Beatty or Dick Tracy. So is it an argument? Or does this imply that the the they're just back to square one? Or do you think they're brainstorming a lot of great ideas for a more gritty Dick Tracy returns? Here's something that bummed me out. Can I throw this out there? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like in the screenshots that everyone is sharing, Warren Beatty does look very old. Mm-hmm. But in... In, like, life, like, when he was actually speaking, I was like, why isn't Warren Beatty in, like, a movie a year? Like, he was, like, charming and fun, like, a little bit, where, like, he could absolutely, he should have been in, like, Babylon or something. Like, Mm -hmm. he should have, he should be in, like, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie doing one little scene being like a little weirdo like what's going on like why yeah. haven't we seen warren Beatty for 20 years it, it did bum me out a little bit i think he just doesn't do anything like it doesn't isn't the story that he wanted to play dirk diggler in boogie nights and didn't want to yeah. play the burt reynolds role but he goes right from that to immediate retirement like if i can't be dirk diggler you can't see me anymore like that's <laughs> wild because i feel like he could have like an elder statesman thing going on where like he could be like um christopher Plummer or whatever like showing up sure. like in like weird little roles because i was like oh he's he looks pretty good and like he is funny and you know he's a little bit slow but like i would absolutely watch him in some weird mo- some weird oscar movie role you know I he could have like- he could have easily done the sean penn role in licorice pizza that one one scene yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah he would have had a blast so i wonder what's going on but did, well, we go, hmm. can i propose the theory that he is a giant pain in the ass <laughs> who if you've ever met him you don't ever want to see him again do we think that is possible yeah probably no one's like knocking banging on his door being like warren 
Please. <laughs> More of this. I, I, As soon as I, he doesn't uh, have control, he's like, doesn't want to do it. I think maybe, yeah. Being that most of what he's done, including these specials, are written and directed he, by him. Maybe that at 55, he was like, I'm Dirk Diggler. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> here's my question. Do you think if he was hooked up to a lie detector... He believes he's going to make another Dick Tracy, or mm. is it more so that he just doesn't want to see somebody else make a big hit out of a Dick Tracy movie? Well, that's my question is like, what does he picture when he thinks about the Dick Tracy? He's stopping. Yeah. What does I, he I, think it is? Right. Is it I, Mark I think Wahlberg? He's does he know who Mark Wahlberg is? Well, it's the guy who stole Dick, Dirk Dickler from well, him. That's you're right. He'll never forget him. <laughs> I was he's saying, I, I think day. that he's, I think probably at home to Annette, he's talking about like, if I got, if I see one of these, you know, these young gun assholes playing Tracy, you know, one of these upstarts like Richard Gere, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I always liked uh, Warren Beatty and a surprise. I, I think it was a great actor, very charming. But Annette Benning's film, like, she is so good. Yeah. She just like, oh, God, well, I've I've tied when, my boat to this this dock. I'm stuck with this lunatic. When, when Jason and I did the screen drafts of, like, noir, uh, we my number one pick was The Grifters, specifically because Annette Bening is so mm. cool in that movie. That's from 1990, right around the time she got hooked by one Warren Beatty. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Detective Tracy. Uh, I think he was um, really... Oh, the same year. The same year. Wow. Oh, my God. Simultaneous (laughs) movies. Oh, my God. I love it. Universally well-reviewed, I feel like, The Grifters. Oh, great movie. Like you guys haven't seen it. Very, very dark, a little, little intense in in some part. But I feel like the review is kind of universally positive. And she's she got an Oscar nomination for it, and she is just the hottest thing in the entire universe in that movie. It's just yeah. like if wow. you're Warren Beatty, you're like, what's the number one lady? Like I feel like right now you'd be like uh, Sydney Sweeney, and like in this it was like Annette Bening, <laughs> who's the lady of the year. It's like specifically this lady in this movie. Um, Florence Florence Pugh starring in a new Warren Beatty movie it's just constantly outsmarting him with a net like just constantly <laughs> trapping Warren Beatty with like a box propped up by a stick it's funny how you said a net a net yes oh, oh yeah a net oh. as opposed to a net no <laughs> no I, I meant an actual net like, <laughs> but I'm imagining uh, like that he thought Oh, her name is also a thing that could trap me, so I must. <laughs> oh. I'll get ahead so, of it. Uh, <laughs> I'll marry I'm, her, and then she can't trap me in her name. I will acquiesce <laughs> to monogamy. <laughs> I think he was really sowing his oats uh, before Annette, uh, the person, not the the net, because uh, he <laughs> like. Well, so, I mean, you know, like famously with Madonna while making the movie, uh, he wanted Sean Young to be Tess Trueheart, but then mm. he hit on her and she left. And then during the editing, I read that he apparently he was like just always holed up in the editing room, always locked in the editing room. And I don't mean he was editing. Apparently, that was where he was fucking everybody he was in the editing room and the editor would have to wait outside the editing room until he was done. 
Was there a bed? Why? He has nowhere room? to go? Go go to the polo lounge. Why do you have to be in the editing room? The polo lounge attached to a hotel. Yes. <laughs> Warren, you know how hotels work. Is Maybe that it's why... the thrill of the waste of time. I'm wasting Disney's money as I have sex next to this uh, analog editing machine. Look, maybe that's a justification. Maybe that's why Dick Tracy is so colorful. It never got proper color correcting. It never got color timing done because he was constantly (laughs) in the editing rooms using it for rendezvous. Mm. (laughs) Okay, can I just side note? Sorry. Um, Go ahead. Molly Lambert just posted that they put a trench coat on Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, we talked about yes, that last true. week again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. So, will we ever have like a horny Disney movie? Like, like Dick Tracy is so horny. Mm. It's wild. It's so violent. Like people get blown mm. away with Tommy guns constantly, and also it's so weirdly just like there's so much like weird sex in it. And I don't think that I think it's the end. Like we'll never get anywhere mm. near it if we can't even have a Jessica Rabbit standee. In a yeah. park. Yeah, well, I We're think... We're done, for, right? Uh, we are done and good is what I feel. <laughs> oh, you... Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the... I think, yeah, I don't know. As Scott was saying, Dick Tracy doesn't have genitals. But I think all the Marvel characters don't have genitals anymore either. So I think it's... It, it, yeah. I think it's dependent on um, uh, Avatar seed bearer. If how willing is James uh, going to be... I think it's those. I think it's the kid. I think it's the the middle kid, mm. uh, and the and the water the water girl. <laughs> I think we'll see. This is the last possibility of mm-hmm. horniness in a Disney owned movie, and even then, it still doesn't. Feel, it feels like its own thing, you know. But if it's like yeah. an Cameron active doesn't Disney brand, se- he doesn't like sex scenes that much. Like his sex scenes are always like abstraction. It's like hand slapping on glass. Uh, Terminator sure, One. Yeah. It's like it's incredibly softcore. Uh, oh, but he, but I, but softcore is hardcore by Disney standards. Yeah. Right? So, that's but a, he's moved away from sex in every movie, right? Yeah. And even the sex scene isn't really in Avatar; like it's only in some cuts. So, oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to over to look to find it. <laughs> but I, but it's the only sh- if if not in, if not in Seedbearer, then then never again. I think. It's well, we the can't. Cr- the cruel irony of the current Walt Disney Company is they make very chaste, sexless movies, and the loudest lunatics in the country are like pedophiles, groomers, you know. Well, well, like, but then like also Mike. the others, yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't want your leg on that princess. Yeah. You don't want your child to be groomed by a Disney. No, I don't. So then it's wor- By the way, my letters have worked. <laughs> My campaign has been successful. Forky, no more Forky yeah. wears a full like Dickie's jumpsuit now to cover his filth, <laughs> to cover his sin, his shame, his shame. Yeah, I call it your shame. Is this entire special like a a man with no genitals talking to a man with like overactive genitals <laughs> with worn uh, like, used while, up genitals like, <laughs> while like Leonard Moulton watches like horrified and just like they're, that's what they're really talking about because that like, should have been in the I press was, release I found weirdly I found myself weirdly moved by like even though it was nonsense and it went against everything I believe in Dick Tracy's like two minute monologue at the end about like things should matter like things should mean something like it did it did feel like a future clip three 
will technology replace mm. thinking? But like <laughs> a, a man who can't quite get his thoughts together, but trying, you get what he's trying to say, which is mm. like, if we do this again, it has to be about something. And like, I don't know what things are about anymore. And I feel unmoored. And like, I want things, I want my life to, you know what? Dick Tracy's like yelling into the abyss, like, I don't exist. I want to, I need to exist before I die, which is like mm-hmm. the the centerpiece of all humanity. And also like every life is like, do I exist? Did I ever matter? When I die, what will come of this? I was I ever Dick Tracy? Did anything I do matter? Do they, do I matter now? And it's I feel like he's kind of howling that into this like special, being like, and it's 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 kind of very moving in a way of like this mm-hmm. character being like, I don't, I'm not relevant. I it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the AI becoming like all this stuff. You know, you see the AI becoming sentient here and there. And mm-hmm. eventually, the AI asks the question, "Why do I exist? What What's the point of it?" Like it starts asking questions like that. And Warren has stumbled into that scenario for Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy has become sentient. It Why has- are you holding on to me if I am not right relevant? <laughs> so within the special, he's like, "Why are we doing this? Like, why are you right. keeping me alive?" He's like, "Why are you keep?" It's like he's like a a a, th- a, per- a, a spouse on life support begging warren to like pull the plug right i want uh, to I, if- die warren <laughs> warren i want to die let, let me, me die. die or 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 make me relevant because i'm not because right. or let me be uh, born anew yeah and you know, warren goes no we're just gonna keep doing this and we'll do another yes. one in 15 years that's the end of i'll have i'll buy you lunch and then you'll just go back to your little cave wherever you mm-hmm. live Oh, yes, God. and, and he's being just strung along. Up. It's Warren just like empty promises. It's probably what he's to been himself, in a lot of relationships to himself, which is Boy. which is one of the most like incredible pieces of like meta fiction. <laughs> yeah, I've ever seen. This is why I think the pitch is that uh, uh, it's about Dick Tracy and Warren trying to get a new Dick Tracy movie together. Warren mm. existing with his creation out of his body, essentially. Two two sides of the same coin. It's a Paul T. Goldman yes scenario, yeah. and then also there are uh, crimes that happen and they have to be solved. <laughs> yes, this is like, but, but seriously, then, yeah, but seriously, seriously. Cr- but they're going to have they, arguments they show about the crime it. Does not pay. Warren is going to want to solve the crime in a fun way, and Dick is going to want to do it in a serious way. Yeah, and is uh, the answer kind of in between? Is that what they find? Maybe, and that's what that's collaboration right. is. Warren, that's what's like, set up is we're going to learn about collaboration. So it's going to be fun. Warren's going to want like Dick is going to be like, I want to stop this crime with thinking and clues and uh, uh, like uh, a gun. And Warren is going to say, I want a big mallet to stop this crime. <laughs> and they're going to have fighting seven about guys. That. Right. Yeah. Eva, well, I, you know what's really confusing? I'm, I'm sorry, Jason. The, when, oh, that's okay. when he's when he's showing the clips of what he does like. Now here, uh, Bird, uh, Conway, the very first thing he shows is Ralph Bird jumping on a chandelier and kicking somebody. So he is okay with that, but Seven Guys with One Punch is not. I'm confused by the line. So you can, there can be fun, but it can't defy the laws of physics and it can't be colorful. You can jump through one poster like like Bird did. Uh, I, I Eva, now I'm hung up on what you said about this being like Paul T. Goldman, but it's sort of like 
if Paul T. Goldman was in Jason Wilner's head and he just puts on like a little hat, mm. like a loud hat, and he's, he's like, both sides now, of it. <laughs> yeah, he's right. both sides of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also well, like yeah. Um, I was gonna say all the crimes happen at the polo lounge. They're all polo lounge space. It also be at like the three places he, he goes. Yes, yeah, exactly. He probably yeah, he goes three places, and that's all the, where the crimes happen. There's a deli somewhere he goes. The polo lounge, and then flat tops in my kitchen. Then the doctor's office. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of beautiful. Like this entire thing is sort of like. Karina Longworth posted a thing like, if this is the last thing Warren Beatty does, mm. like she posted it and she was like, I'm fine with that. Like, if it, I hope it's not, but like, it's kind of interesting if this is like his final statement. That yeah. last shot of the two of him and Tracy might be the final shot of Warren Beatty ever done. Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. And it's, it's clearly memorable. like, he's literally, he's been thinking too much about He's, it's like you're you're getting access to like a private conversation he's been having probably with his wife and his kids but like mostly with himself about his entire career mm-hmm. and that is what this special is it's just him like letting you know what he's been thinking about well he made is, a, it's interesting because yeah. he made a Howard Hughes movie and I wonder if he wanted to do that because he's very Howard Hughes like mm-hmm because oh yeah if, if Howard Hughes was a guy who just spent most of his time inside thinking about Dick Tracy. But he played Howard Hughes like 30 years younger than he mm-hmm. was while doing it. And then this special has a lot of like, I must say, you look uh, very good today. Uh, well, <laughs> we can argue about that. Well, the previous uh, special was all about how handsome he still was. And I feel mm-hmm. like he's tipped over just, a, he's you know, he's like uh, his age now. So it's like, that's also a thing to, I feel like for handsome men who don't age at some point there's a tipping point right and yeah. probably he was like i can't talk about pomegranates this time because i'm a little bit i look older now um, <laughs> i can't just laugh before it, it was like a, a joke about how i'm still so handsome mm-hmm. he also yeah. takes the time if we're talking about this as his final artistic statement it's funny that one of the things in it is correcting a line in the movie about whether walnuts are good for the brain or not they are they good. are they are good yeah. for the brain but his his the um, see, i couldn't remember this the correction is that they are good for the brain yeah but al pacino says they aren't good for the brain or he said that 33 years ago in he the said movie. they're good for the liver i'm not just holding good up for the, the photo brain. again <laughs> about how old i was when the photo when the movie came out i'm i i have not hit puberty a, a photo that someone had to take to a Rite Aid or a photo mark to get developed <laughs> and maybe yes. pick up the frame at the same time to put a photo in. Yes. Wow. Yes. Time has passed, hasn't it? And maybe <laughs> is this the ultimate statement point. about that? Mm-hmm. Is, not, is walnuts a metaphor for, for all of us and our shifts mm-hmm. in perspective and... Well, so, I know. Are we not just walnuts? All I of know. Us? Now we're all technocrats. Now look at us. We're on Zoom. We're all we're on Zoom all the time. <laughs> that, that is a verbatim line from the special. That is. I, the I, most I, guaranteed thing in the world that there'd be some joke about the wristwatch and Zoom. And then it ended up being like there was a time where I thought that the height of technology was my wristwatch. Wrist- oh. Yeah, well, 
I was a little surprised there wasn't more Zoom business. There were fake glitches built in, but I was surprised there wasn't more. I think that was to cover take. Uh, that was to cover breaks. That was edits. Yeah, yeah edits. I Can mean. I say the line, that's a lot of reds, even for Warren Beatty, hmm. reminded me of, do you guys know about uh, maybe another Future Club 3? <laughs> What's your phrase? You pin at things? What do you do? Like... When you for future episodes, what's what do you oh, guys oh, do? Oh, oh, calling call a, a shot. shot. Yeah, calling a shot. I'm not calling a shot, but I'm just maybe. You can, you can call a shot. You, you can, can call, call a shot. Call, call a shot. shot. Uh, Go ahead. The uh, Val Kilmer, uh, Mark Twain, one man show. Mm. Oh, sure. Uh, Citizen yeah. Twain, for sure. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Which I I, I saw opening night at a Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and he came out and said, "Welcome to Batman Forever Cemetery." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which was Mark uh, Twain said that. Mark Twain Good. was aware of the movie Batman Forever and that Val Kilmer was in it but he did not know who Val Kilmer was um, but I felt like saying that's a lot of reds even for uh, mm. for Warren Beatty is the same sort of joke yeah a joke yes. that is missed by so many people because the movie Reds is even more ancient than every years old. Right? I'm a Talking fan of Warren Beatty. I have not seen Reds. Like, I've seen Shampoo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I do not know what that movie's about. But, yeah. I um, I don't know how to, to wind this down. I mean, Eva, your thoughts about this are beautiful. I feel like I have to watch it again just under the lens of what you've said, that this is a... This is like an important piece of prose about uh, uh, about aging and existence. I, I yeah, suddenly, do I, I exist? Boy, I, I mean, a profound question for for Dick Tracy to to ask. Um, I, I I mean, I just love this universe. This, what this what this special does, like Mike said about asserting a pattern. It just and it, it now it creates like before the previous special was just an addendum to the movie, but now I think the the special universe, the DTSU, uh, right, it, the DTSCU, I think is m- more important than any Dick Tracy that that came before the comics, the films, any yes. of it. It's so also, fascinating. Like, it's also like now I'm like. Warren Beatty will will pass on one day, but I don't think Dick Tracy Warren Beatty he will remain alive. I mean, if he hasn't, he's not dead at like a hundred and thirty now. Then yeah, he's, I think I he's think always. He's he, I don't think anyone else should be Dick Tracy. Is it mm. up to us? Do we need to AI? Um, uh, maybe like God, the estate has to maintain the rights, or we have to get the rights so that there isn't some dumb new Dick Tracy reboot. Like, could we keep it in the Beatty fold if if we get it, and then we have if he dies before he can make the next special, we have to do it, but with a, a an AI puppeted version of Warren, and, they, he, and he should age. He should look like one hundred year old Warren, right. and then in the future, a hundred fifty year old Warren Beatty. <laughs> he will have to keep going. Yes, into his if war. Can we, like do Warren Beatty would have to like adopt Jason as a son? Yeah, and Jason would have to you change have to his name. The... Oh yes, to there Jason Beatty. Okay, well, he, he's willing to go over there. Jason was dying right. to go to Beatty's house, so he has to get Warren Beatty's inheritance, which will include the mm-hmm. rights to and which we can keep as long as we get it before Evil Tribune Media tries to yeah. nab it again. You guys have been trying to get rights to a character for mm-hmm. as long as I've known you. And this, this is the it. entire thing. An obscure comics right, that's the only is, is completely comics, what it's yeah. about. Um, this is like our life's mission, I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we have to. 
We Jason? at least get. We want one of the Lockhorns at least, if not yes. both Lockhorn. You know what I found out is that I I was curious. Like there was a point in time where when Tribune Media was really trying to get these rights back, it was because the company was in bankruptcy. They filed for (laughs) Chapter Eleven. The company was fucked. They were in Mm. debt for billions of dollars. It was you know because that's the Chicago Tribune. That's when print media is is dying. And they're like, there's maybe one thing that could save us. We we if we could get those Dick Tracy rights back and get a show or a movie going, we can re pay our debtors because the rest of what they own comic wise stinks you know what they own love is <laughs> that's <laughs> the only other like, one i recognize nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Beatty was like absolutely not pry it out of my cold dead hands so their debt only gets worse and they literally had to sell the chicago cubs this organization owned the Chicago Cubs, and maybe they could have kept them if not for Warren Beatty personally <laughs> squatting on the rights. They had open call. They had calls out, and like Zack Snyder's office, Mick G's office, Peter Berg's office are like, "Look, we're not touching it until we know Beatty's let go." You know. <laughs> And then literally fifteen years later, second version of this, he's like, "What is my legacy?" What did I leave behind? Who have I affected? What What has changed because I was alive? What will an absent, unforgiving God say to me if I can't get another one of these made? Here's a question. The deal, like, that Warren made with Dick Tracy, like, is it even financially viable for a company to make a Dick Tracy movie with Warren in the sense that, like, he might get, like, $90 million for any Dick Tracy movie that's made do you know what i'm saying like is it even something a a company might do because of the way the contract because generally they don't just give rights to a character to an actor in perpetuity that's a crazy contract especially these days like well like even if you did want to make a movie no one would do it until the rights are back to the tribune well to just pit just to quote uh dick tracy maybe it's a series (laughs) (laughs) prestige tv okay the world hollywood is changing from warren Beatty's Mm -hmm. heyday okay you know we have we have paramount plus we have epics is now mgm tv that's what that is Is i saw an ad for mgm like what's that another one i think they just renamed epics oh okay (laughs) this is a bad name so whatever yeah go with that yeah. <laughs> Paramount so. Plus Showtime. It seems like be a natural fit for Paramount Plus Showtime. I think I'm landing at that I don't want one. I think we're in it. We're in the ultimate Dick Tracy revival that could be oh, happening. Yeah. The specials are all I want at this point because I'm learning right. about I'm learning more about Dick Tracy from the specials than I ever did from the from even from the well, I mean, from the comics he's just kind of a blank slate surrounded by weirdos the movie he's nothing the specials we find out he's a fascist he loves jake hoover um <laughs> he hates the movie dick tracy like he's resentful warren Beatty. he went to the polo lounge once and no one showed up like he so he went to los angeles <laughs> from wherever an he old lives. cop went to love from what is, he, is it a fictional city where so he dick flew tracy to la uh <laughs> he flew to la stayed in a hotel uh, waited somehow for, waited made, for Warren to the Beatty. polo lounge, a, a very fancy restaurant that in LA that I somehow have never been to. Um, waited and uh, uh, 
I mean, the, obviously, like, that was his entire trip, unless he was, like, ha- taking other meetings, which I don't feel like Dick Tracy was doing yeah. on that trip. And, well, look, and we've, we've all underplayed the premise. All, on top of everything you just listed, Eva, he's also immortal. He's the oldest <laughs> living man. This is this premise is not exploited in any way right. in the specials. If I have any note, I just want to hear about that and the fact that he knew people who were, you know, his peers were born in 1870. Mm-hmm. And well, the like, only other person he maybe is a peer of his is citizen twain val kilmer's mark twain character <laughs> who also has immortal so i feel like the two of them could interact in uh, some sort of liminal space look there's some justification for all these things you're bringing up and ben Manquith says it right at the top he says he's a man of many contradictions detective tracy <laughs> here's the way i think what we want to happen happens is that we need to get the tribune lawyers to turn the heat up on this old man we need them to say, look, you got to be producing one of these a year. Yes. Yeah. Every else, six months. Every six months. Whatever. Yeah. Turn it up on it and make him do more of these because that's the only way we're going to get more of this, more of what we want. Yeah. So, so want our mission. Right. We, we have two things to do. We're, let's work both angles. Yeah. Uh, Jason is going to go try to uh, inherit Warren Beatty's fortune. So that's one. So we're doing that. But that doesn't mean we can't enact another plan. Uh, Mike, you have Chicago connections. Your dad, a Chicago journalist. Well, guess pro- what? Company, I mean, he might even know people. He works could... for Scott. What is it? That's Tribune? right. Tribune Media. This the whole co- time, that's mm-hmm. we got a man on the inside. That's the company, right. Lee, the company formerly known as uh, Tonks, is that right? At some point, they rebranded as Tonks oh, and then that, Stonks. Yeah. Uh, is that the uh, is that the pronunciation of it? But yeah, I know what you're saying. There have been yeah. many owners of the Tribune Company. It's been mismanaged like crazy for many years. Is there a call to action for the Cliffords? We have to. Like, we just have to get on the same page about what we want. Like, we want more of these specials and how. I, that's all I want. I don't want yeah. another movie. I just want this to happen right. more often. So yeah, we need yeah to I'm figure tired out of waiting. And we need one more before he dies, at least, if not a lot more, if yeah. not a hundred. Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly everybody can can tweet about it. You know, it's already. I feel like I think that the joy of watch watching one of these come out real time instead of discovering it in a YouTube video years later. I think that this is something we can. Everybody should just be tweeting about it. Make sure Dick Tracy is trending. Mm-hmm. First yes. things first. There's that. Yes. Yeah, trend yeah. Dick Tracy. We want more. This more less. Let me be Frank's more Dick Tracy zooms in. <laughs> yes. Generally. For surprise uh, drops. Do not bother the people of the Polo Lounge. They already have to serve drinks and lunch and apparently pass along a lot of phone messages from 85-year-olds. <laughs> like, they they have a lot going on there, you know? A lot of looky-loos who are just like, it's on the Hollywood maps of stars, you know? So do not bother them, whatever you do. Yeah. I, I would say maybe maybe one Clifford, uh, oh, they're hearing this too late. I was going to say, we're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday. I was going to say, don't tweet about the Super Bowl. <laughs> tweet about this. They already are, by the way. Yeah. Our, yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just don't, the, the Academy Awards. Don't, you know, I say boycott tweeting about anything, any so called mainstream media. Just stay Anytime, focused on Tracy. Anything's happening, just start t- tweeting about more dick tracy special dick tracy specials yeah. hashtag more dick tracy specials if Sorry, we more, wear more. if we wear like yellow coats all the time when we do our podcast will we get on 
Warren's radar? Like, will he try to sue us or something? Or, like, can we get sort of in the mix that way by starting to steal the IP from him? Well, oh, this is another work? strategy. This is, that is a way to maybe meet his legal team is to try to get sued. And if we can wriggle out of the lawsuit, <laughs> then at least we end up armed with the uh, the email addresses of all of his lawyers. Okay, that's that's, that's a good true. Idea. So I guess we need to start working on Lil Bullworth. Like, see if that'll get his Lil attention. Burworth. Lil Bullworth. I'm Lil Bullworth. Okay. Bullworth begins starring Jason Bullworth Sheridan. begins. <laughs> can we get charlie corsmo as we talked about in the last special is a very very high level republican uh in what person. where does he work um the what's the the people that gave us all the supreme court justices what are they called the federalist oh, society yeah he's he's really high up in the federalist society <laughs> oh my okay oh, well, so where he's responsible for like Kavanaugh and yeah uh yeah, so wow. he's responsible for Roe versus Wade getting overturned. But how can we activate <laughs> him? So anytime anyone's like basically posting about like all the terrible things that are happening uh, <laughs> because of the Federal Society, we could also be like, Junior, please uh, get more Tracy specials made. <laughs> If we can get him to reckon with, like, the damage that he's done to this country and say that there's one way to make up for it, more frequent to, For him special. to, I feel like if he zoomed in, there would be another special of Junior. Oh, Junior zooms junior. in? Junior zooms in. Well, yeah, what the about... Junior's... There, that's what we demand. Junior, junior zooms in. What about in. Tess? What if Tess, Tess is in the next... What is that actor up to? Uh, I don't know. Probably avoiding uh, Warren Beatty at all costs. <laughs> Ted zooms in. Madonna zooms in. Um, mm. uh, you know, Al Pacino zooms in. Dustin sure. Hoffman zooms in. Every character can zoom in. Mandy Patinkin zooms in. Dick Van Dyke um, zooms in. Dick Van Dyke. Who, oh, yeah, they're all, they're, they're they're actually, all Dick Tracy's, They're mostly alive in Dick Tracy. We shouldn't yeah. say so it on this podcast, count. but they're shouldn't all alive. It. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they they get special thanks in the credits, and there is no way they knew this happened. Well, it's because they probably showed clips with them yeah. in it, and they didn't have to license them. They probably did mm-hmm. their gave their rights over so that so that literally Warren Beatty could show clips with them and go, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> And Jason, my favorite credit in the special is the very first special thanks, which is to Warren Beatty. (laughs) Good for him. Glad he got the special thanks. He really needed it. The very last credit is in memoriam Stephen Sondheim. (laughs) We tributed you by getting your name weirdly wrong. What what does that mean? Why does he say a weird name for... (laughs) for Sondheim. I don't know. Because Dick Tracy is a, I think a heterosexual male. I think that's mm. like the calculation he's doing. Dick right. Tracy wouldn't know. He had probably was like hmm how would Tracy know about Sondheim? He would never <laughs> see Sonny in the park with George. Hmm. He's he only probably has he even seen a Rogers and Hammerstein musical? No. What does Tracy <laughs> watch? Mm. Like he probably just went in this like rabbit hole and be like mm-hmm. he can't know Stephen Sondheim's name. Tess mm-hmm. dragged him to Carousel in its original run. You know she dragged him to the King and I. 
And he didn't understand why it was bad that the guy hit his wife. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the story checks out. Why'd he go? Why, why yes, is that yes, bad? yes. Now this I like. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. All these scenes without wife hitting. No, no, no. <laughs> I like when Warren and Dick are talking and there's truly no difference in their voice. There's no difference in the way they speak. They're speaking exactly the same. There's no attempt on Warren's part to play Dick Tracy any differently than regular Warren Beatty. And no other voices interrupt this back and forth for the final seven minutes of the Mm -hmm. special. All that Ben and Leonard do are sit in a box and make a a befuddled face. They look horrified. (laughs) They're like YouTube thumbnail faces that they're making. (laughs) They are. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's like like this. Well, you guys are talking. Actually, I'm gonna before we wrap this up. I'm gonna try to get a screenshot of it's. I have a frame pulled up of the four of them, and then there'll be us in an actual Zoom window. So we have eight boxes all making the same <laughs> face. <laughs> so we'll do that before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else to watch? Mainly, I'm just so happy that we we pulled this and never so maybe before as an episode come together so quick. Because yeah. in the same, uh, uh, Mike and I were in Super Nintendo World. <laughs> and we were talking to a listener. Was he Jeff, Mike? Was mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah. We're talking to Jeff, and Jeff said, are you guys going to do a Tracy thing? Like, oh, I've actually, we just haven't even bothered to text about it yet. I don't know. Should we? Maybe we should. Ten minutes later, Griffin had texted us and Eva <laughs> demanding the episode. So uh, plans were drawn up at Jurassic Patio, a great, a better, a better place to do business than even the Polo Lounge. Mm. And less than 24 hours later, as quickly as I would imagine, Imagine uh, Tracy zooms in, came yeah. together. Yeah, came together. Uh, with, Scott, with, you were you were probably rightfully concerned about the shelf life of this piece of media. Although I think we've learned it's it's actually a lot more uh, big, bigger than we could conceive. But uh, I think my I reaction is. to all in my initial reaction before we talk that through was that you know a uh, piece of dog shit smells bad five when it's five minutes old when it's five days old so i was like oh we'll do it in a week yeah we'll do but it whenever. when you're calling when an emergency when you when the your word emergency is said you know you have to uh, uh there's got to be some speed involved it was either really the choice was either we make an episode is within 24 hours or we wait 13 years yeah <laughs> there's only true. two ways we could do it i think i'm gonna pre- i'm just gonna say this uh, okay, high prediction, low prediction. Low prediction, Tracy Zooms in will be shown at the American Cinematheque in our lifetime <laughs> before a uh, Warren Beatty movie. Mm-hmm. High prediction, a clip from Tracy Zooms in, specifically this monologue where he talks about existence, will be shown at the Academy Awards as part of the Chuck Workman, um, like a montage of, um, that's the guy who makes the montages of. Oh, oh. It was like, it's like the In Memoriam. I think they'll show it as part of the in memoriam <laughs> for him. For, for when he passes. Warren? Yeah. This will be like I think the, it'll, the sum it'll be total. the audio from it under a photo like him in um, probably Reds, which I've not seen, or shampoo. But it'll be like you have to be something, you have to mean something, and they'll actually take the audio from Tracy zooms in, and they'll be like, he'll be like, what was that from? And the next day in Vulture, they'll be like, weirdly, that was from Tracy zooms in. <laughs> 
I wow. think we should start pitching the New Beverly Theater. It's a repertory theater in Los Angeles owned by Quentin Tarantino now. We should pitch them a triple feature where I, you know, we 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 don't even bother with something silly like the Roger Rabbit short that originally aired before the Dick Tracy movie. But we show no. the Dick Tracy movie, the Dick Tracy special, and then the Dick Tracy special Conan tra- uh, colon Tracy zooms in. And yeah. we're also like one Tracy special away from the Beaver trilogy of Tracy specials, like just showing them like that. It's a full film, like a right, yeah, yeah. And then we don't have to show Dick Tracy the movie. It'll no, never. No. It only exists as prequel context for the far better. The way that needed, Bill and needed. Ted, yeah, Bill yeah. and Ted, the show existed in, with people that did not know who Bill and Ted were as characters because they were the, young. The only. Uh, resistance we might get from the new Beverly is I think they're exclusively 35 millimeter now so we might have to dig dig in our pockets and convert all these specials yeah we get the specials on 35 millimeter Warren might might be into that though he might yeah Warren would be or yeah or we just set up a GoFundMe (laughs) 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 GoFundMe to get the specials on 35 Put well, this pro- shot of a zoom on a TV onto film. <laughs> that would be the funniest way anyone's ever spent money. Uh, yeah, criteria, criterion should release it. You know, they, they like, yeah. let's get them to do it, and then we'll be yes. fine. We just need um, one more special because right now it's an hour, and we need it to, to be right. the length of a film. So we need him to do one more. So we need to just put. How do we turn up the heat so there's one more? The lawyer. It's the lawyer. I think it's the lawyers or it's, like. I think we have to, to, talk to, we his have to dad. harass him. I hate to say it, but we have to harass Warren Beatty, a man that seems like a nice person, and I don't want to bother. We have to go to the polo lounge and harass him every day for the I, next year. I gotta just start doing the beats of the episode of The Simpsons where Bart becomes the heir to Mr. Burns's fortune. <laughs> I just got to start hitting all those moments. Yes. Yep. So we just gotta, we have multiple channels, yeah. I there's mean, a couple yeah. ways to Jason, get, yeah. you're going to do so, it. So main thing is Jason get fitted for a smaller version of all of Warren Beatty's clothes. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but specifically the Dick Tracy outfit. Mainly that. Yes. Yeah. How can he say no when a little and Tracy show up, shows Jason up shows up at the polo lounge wearing a little a little version of the Dick Tracy outfit. But acting like he doesn't know what he's wearing. Right, right. Just like a casual thing. Yeah. And when I say I was, little, I mean like little shorts for it. It's like yellow yeah. shorts. Yeah, yeah. But just be like I and socks. then if he says something you're like, "Oh, this is just my uh normal clothes." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was in a rush this morning. I just put on my usuals. Is War is uh, Warren here? Is Warren here today? Is- <laughs> no, when Warren comes up to you, you go like you, you you gaslight Warren and you act like you don't know who he is and like what he's right. talking about. And you're like, oh, there's a movie that has this outfit in it. I'll watch oh. it, sir. What and I'll come name, back sir? next week. <laughs> uh, do you work here, sir? Are you the manager? Could I get a cop salad and a tall glass of milk? Thank you. And then a week later, you come back. You're like. Um, is it uh, Warren? Hi, I watched that movie you were in, and it was fantastic. Pretty um, good. Yeah, uh, you know what I didn't like though—the pink street. <laughs> <laughs> and, but don't you think crime is a little more serious than that, sir? <laughs> Need to know whether or oh, not man. it pays. And then, meanwhile, we're like we're getting the legal team to just like pick, 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 pick. 
So we're doing both at once. It's like a long Better Call Saul con type of a thing to gaslight someone, make them crazy, <laughs> and destroy their mind, and then we can strike. Yeah. Destroying the very sane mind of Warren Beatty. Yeah. Completely together. The eight, it is apex. 85 and, years and old. And all we want out of this is one more 30-minute special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should also say you three are in the restaurant. You've brought your own bush with you that you're hiding behind. And all, all three of you each have a laptop because you're emailing back and forth with these We're also lawyers. We're texting the lawyers while you're doing the outfit con because yeah. we want him to get the email from the lawyers while while this like weird thing cross is happening with you in the outfit yeah and you're you have sound on on all those computers so there's just a cacophony of dings as he's just going we're yeah we're just trying to drive the poor man mad and this is getting to one additional special that's all uh, yeah <laughs> It, like and for it to exist like three years earlier than it might naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're trying. I, this yes. is uh, there's a book about that the year at the Academy Awards. I think when Bonnie and Clyde was not, it was kind of like oh, this is a big year. This is kind of a big sea change of what was nominated and stuff. And I think we found the guy who wrote that book's next topic. Yes. Mm. Yes. Us. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Our very important mission. Uh, uh, these are great ideas, crucial ideas, and thanks for bringing them to us. Eva Anderson, you survived Yay! this emergency <laughs> podcast the ride. Thanks, uh, you guys. Couldn't have done it without you. I'm so glad. Thanks for squeezing us in, given how, how uh, hectic everything's uh, been. Uh, you're working all the time. Thanks for making the time. Uh, uh, every for- time. Always. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. <laughs> For doing your, I feel like this is this. What is this? Is this your sixth, second gate alone? (laughs) More, maybe. Maybe. I think more of your episodes are on the second gate. I I don't talk about. I don't talk about rides. It's been a while, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So can um, we just say in our hearts, there was a Vanity Fair article about. Can we just talk about this right before? Oh yeah, yeah. The Vanity Fair article about the the Dick Tracy zooms in special cited your your podcast as proof that people care about these specials and it was <laughs> it's been a fascination among comedy podcasters mm-hmm. and then the link yeah. was to us well link to it at one of your episodes even so yeah, we're all was the american adventure where it came up because i probably he was probably jordan hoffman who wrote that article was trying to link to a not paywalled episode oh uh, yeah mentioned. well that's nice that's a good um, thing right. to do. shout out to jordan hoffman uh the best Thank wow, you, Jordan. Wow. Uh, Thank you. Um, well, I, and I guess I didn't realize how much we were associated with this, and I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm just glad that all of us, whoever it is, the men, the myriad of I think eighty percent of the audience of this special uh, are podcasters, <laughs> and I'm glad we all together rescued it. Like it might have just fallen into like a, a pop cultural gutter if no. not for that one day where everybody had to act, and we acted. Will Sloan acted. Chris Hainer acted. Someone and, put it um, on YouTube so. I could watch it after I got off work. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, that means I can cancel the five-day trial of DirecTV streaming yes. that I, <laughs> I, have, I have to keep leapfrogging between live TV things so that I don't <laughs> free, free trial uh, uh, attempts. Um, anyway, exit the gift shop. Anything you want to plug? My plug is uh, watch the new season of Party Down coming out uh, this week, uh, next week, and uh, my husband wrote it. It's his show, and it's fucking awesome. 
Oh, yay. So Ooh, happy yeah. to be back. Yeah. Wonder- yeah. We want mainly we want to plug Dick Tracy special. Tracy zooms in. And uh, previous special. And previous special Dick and Tracy special. The movie Dick Tracy, except uh, a little libertine. <laughs> if you, I mean, watch it, but only watch it and, and just, and over it, just say, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, if you want to dig even deeper with us, join us on our, uh, our new Patreon tier club three, where you get one more bonus episode every month and our regular episodes ad free, including Eva's last episode, uh, themed car washes with Eva Anderson. <laughs> this is a great excuse to get your first 2023 episode and let's, let's, uh, do another one soon, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and if any uh, right. listener knows where to get Jason some little yellow shorts please let us know (laughs) (laughs) forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson jason sheridan scott gardner brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on apple podcasts Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.